Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wannabe Entrepreneur, the podcast about what's really like to bootstrap a company. My name is Tiago, and if you are a new listener, in these episodes, I basically narrate my journey, my own journey as an entrepreneur, as a bootstrapper. But if you go back to the first episodes, you'll find a completely different Tiago, a Tiago that had just quit his job and was trying a lot of different projects until he found something, some kind of success. And it's weird to speak about myself in the third person, but it's true. In the beginning of this year, I found success with my new kind of old now projects, which is called Pod Squeeze. I work together with my co-founder, João, and we just reached 150k ARR. So that's annual recurrent revenue. But as always, things in the entrepreneurship world are not always roses and unicorns. No, we have a lot of ups and downs. And this week is a perfect example of a lot of things that went well and some things that did not go as expected. So get ready for a really honest episode. And to start things off, I want to take you back. I want to take you back to... 2019 or 20, basically when we were in the pandemic and there was COVID everywhere. Back then, my my sister, Inesh, she had an idea. Her, her idea was to start her own podcast. So she was bored. She was at home, like everyone. It was basically mandatory for everyone to work from home. But normally her job requires her to be in person. So I guess she didn't have a lot of things to do. And she told me, Tiago, my wise, wise older brother. Yes, that's uh, how she uh, mentions me or not. Tiago, I want to start a podcast. And I told her, that's a great idea. You know, the reason why I said that is because I am I love creating content. You know, I've always been trying to make YouTube videos and podcasts and whatever, everything, you know, as well, projects like these ones. I love creating stuff. But her, even though she's funny and clever and creative, I've never seen any kind of projects where she would get out of her comfort zone. So I was super excited and I definitely motivated her to do it. I bought her a microphone and she started. She started her first podcast. It was a Portuguese podcast and it was a kind of comedian podcast. She would question everything. The The name of the podcast in Portuguese was called Por que Inês, which translates to Why Inês. And she basically would speak about all her questions, like why are weddings the way they are? Or why do people have, um, you know, this, uh, I don't know how to say, you know, when you need to knock on wood three times, uh, otherwise the, the devil will come, like superstitions. Yes, that's it. So she started and of course I was really happy and I was listening to every episode and to be honest, she has some talent for this, really. Like she would write down the script and everything and, and the results were good. The results were really good and I had fun. And of course, Tiago being Tiago or again, me speaking the third person about myself but me being me, I wanted to participate. So I was always telling her, hey, can I join? Can I do a little, you know, segment? And she's like, no, Tiago, this is my project. I was like, okay, fair enough, fair enough. But one thing that happened that was really fun is that back when she was doing this, there was a festival. This festival was called Poch, which is the Portuguese uh, festival for podcasting. 
And she told me about it because she was also kind of, she met a few people that were uh, in the podcasting world here in Portugal. And I checked the website and saw there were multiple awards. So in this pod podcast festival, people get awarded uh, based on their podcast. So there's multiple prizes. There's a word of technology, the word of, of uh, I don't know, politics, the word of science, everything. And there was one called the Public Award. And for that, for you to be a nominee, you need to be, you need to be selected by the public. And that selection is based on how many upvotes you have. So she registered her podcast, Porque Inês, and she told all of her friends, hey, come and just upvote my podcast so that I get a chance to win this award. But then I thought, wait, I am a developer. <laughs> I can trick this, right? I, I mean, she has a few people listening, right? Maybe she'll get 50 upvotes, but she will never get, you know, to the top three or top five, which, which was what was required. So I thought, let me just inspect this website. And, well, I just realized that there was no login necessary and it was actually quite easy to hack it. So I quickly generated a script that was constantly upvoting her podcast. To be honest, I don't really know how many upvotes I did. She was not very happy with it. She was like, Tiago, don't do this. I don't want to win this way. But it was too late. Tiago, being Tiago, had to run the script. I love scripts. Sorry, but I, had, I love scripts. So I don't know. In the end, maybe she had 30,000 <laughs> upvotes and second place had like maybe 200. I don't know. She got nominated. Nominate? <laughs> Is that how you say? Nominate? No, how do you say? Well, she got chosen. And because of that, she got the chance to go there to the ceremony to get, you know, to see if she would get the prize. In the end, she didn't go. She told me, Tiago, no way I'm going because we cheated. And I understand. And that's it. I thought that was the end of pods because then the, the, pandem the pandemic uh, kind of finished and she went back to her job and she unfortunately stopped producing her podcast. So I thought, okay, that's the end of this little journey. But then I started my own podcast, as you know, this one of entrepreneur. And then I started a company for podcasters, PodSqueeze. And surprise, surprise, two years after that event, two years after I tricked the website to choose my sister's podcast, I am there delivering a prize. Yes. Podsquiz sponsored the Pods, the Pods Festival. Which, to be honest, it's really an honor to me. It's really an honor. And I don't know, I, I was so happy when I was there delivering the prize, hanging out, having my logo everywhere. I just thought, wow, you know, it, this is a bootstrapped company. I mean, everything came from you. Well, I guess from the users. I don't know if some of you are the users as well. And, and now we have the money to support this festival and, and to make a great experience for other podcasters. And that made me really, really happy. So in the end, the way uh, this went was that we sponsored by organizing events and bringing food and bringing drinks. We actually didn't have to pay per se, but we're like, I mean, of course we had to pay. We paid with our time and we paid with the money that we invested in, in the food and everything. The event went really well. The event went really well. We had a networking event. So basically, for one hour, all the podcasters were there. And I did this game where I said, hey, everyone, you have five minutes. Just, you know, get in a group of three, four people and you need to introduce each other. And then in five minutes, I'll ring the alarm and you have to switch. And we did three rounds of this. Worked really well. 
think people were happy. We also did a workshop about PodSqueeze where we showed how people can use PodSqueeze in their uh, production. It was really good. We also did a panel and we met a lot of interesting people. And in the end, we also met some, you know, potential clients, which was really nice. I really love that, like big agencies. And we met our first influencer. Yes. You know, there's a big difference. And, you know, I've been in PodFest Berlin, which is a similar podcasting festival, but in Germany. And we have been here in Portugal. And, of course, that when we play at home, it's a completely different game because people get excited. People get excited with the fact that two Portuguese dudes are competing in the world leagues, you know, the world leagues of podcasting. And there's a lot of other tools. And people often say, it's like, yeah, okay, is it only you? I thought it was a big company because I guess the website looks good and, and looks like really, really professional. So they want to get to know us and they want to help. And that's amazing. So immediately we made some great contacts and a big influencer here in Portugal, a radio influencer, someone that is in the field for more than 20 years, he was there in the podcasting festival and he approached us and he was really, really excited about our product. So I don't know, you probably have one of these celebrities in your country. Uh, if, if you are Portuguese, the celebrity's name is Alvin. So you, you definitely know him if you are from Portugal or you're living in Portugal, I guess. But yeah, just imagine a medium range celebrity in your country and imagine like having his or hers number in your phone. I mean, it looks good. And to be honest, it's hard not to let it go a little bit to your ego. I, I don't know. I was feeling important. And especially because here in Portugal, I, I get to share this with my family and friends around. And even though for the business, I don't know if it will make a dent because most of our market is in the US, is in the UK. It's not in Portugal. Like, very often, I, w I would show this to people here in Portugal, be like, this is amazing, but, you know, it's too expensive. That's always the same answer of a lot of people here in Portugal, whereas in the US and, and other places, they don't blink. So, yeah, I'm sure that most of our money will never come from Portugal uh, and we need to invest in other markets. But I don't know, it's, it's nice. It feels nice to get some, you know, recognition. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm... I'm I'm kind of a little bit egocentric. As an entrepreneur, we all are a bit egocentric. We want to be in the center of everything. Yeah. So in the end, we also got to deliver a prize. We had the pot squeeze prize, the technology uh, prize. So basically, five uh, podcasts were nominated for to get this prize. And we got to go there. And, and you know, I did my kind of Oscars speech. Well, not the speech because I didn't get the prize, but you know, the person that goes there introduces the nominees and everything. Joe and I, we got up and we did this. And I started, I don't know, I wanted to warm up the room. So I just, I just went there. I, you know, went up the stairs and said, like, I think our host, Marcio, is doing a great job. Let's all clap our hands. Da, da, da. I don't know. I love to be an MC. I just love this. Everyone clapped their hands. We, I said, like, I was honored to be there. And then Joan read the nominees and then we announced the winner. And you know what was funny? Well, not funny, but I guess now in retrospect it was kind of funny. It was that we also gave, besides giving the trophy, we gave like a big check. Like, uh, you know, these checks that you give to people uh, so that they can cash. You just won a thousand, thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars. And it's this big, you know, um, check. We gave one. We gave one giving a, a one year free um, annual plan for PodSqueeze. And the person that won, she got it and she's like, oh, okay, cool. 
all right, thank you so much. Here's my speech. She spoke about her podcast and then she just said, by the way, if someone wants this prize, just come and get me after the show because I, I don't really need it. I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck? <laughs> Why would someone say that? Like it's, it's so ungrateful. I mean, I get it. Maybe you don't need it. Uh, she said she worked for a big um, publishing paper and a publishing journal and she doesn't really need it because there, there's a team or whatever. But you don't do this. You like you don't get a prize and then you go in front of everyone and say like, hey, we don't need this. Like, I, I would hate to be the the secret send of this person <laughs> to be honest. I'd be like, here, uh, here's some socks. Oh, socks. Well, I don't need it. If someone needs socks, a ah, fucking gift. And I don't know, Jo and I were really pissed at this, but in the end she came, she was really apologetic, whatever. Uh, it was not cool. It was not cool to do that, and I'm telling you right now, I don't know, she probably will never listen to this episode. But anyways, it happened, and I think it was a success. I think it was a success, and in the end, I was very energized. I was like, wow, this is so cool, and I love this, and meeting people. And you know what is weird? is The weird is that, like, you might say, okay, Tiago, but you are super comfortable in your own skin and you can get, you know, super get comfortable speaking with people and everything. No, that's not true. That's not me. I get so nervous, really. Like when I when we were about to give the um, the workshop, I was shaking. Like my voice was shaking. And when I need to meet people, I don't know. I'm I'm I have so social anxiety. That's something that I think I spoke about it in the last episode as well. I realize I have social anxiety, but I'm an extrovert, so I get energy from this. And of course, that like anything, you can just train. So the more I do this kind of stuff, the more I get in these uncomfortable situations, the better I get at it. And uh, so I was very energized. But Joan was the opposite. It was so tired. It was like fuck. I hate this. I don't like this. And this starts kind of the line where, where we are very different. We are very similar in certain things and very different in others. And that sometimes can be good for business, sometimes can be bad for, you know, relationships and co-founder relationships for sure. So what what is said is that, I don't know, I was decided when, when I left that place, I was like, okay, we need to do this more. Like conferences, they work. They work, and this is Portugal, so we need to go to the big places, you know, to the US, the UK, and do a conference like this because we'll meet so many people. You know, we will establish PodSquiz in, in the podcasting industry. But for my surprise, he didn't think that it was true. He said, like, no, like, where are, where is the data? Like, show me where are the users coming after this. I, I need to see it. And I was like, João, I don't know. I don't know because it takes time. Of course, that and, and it's true. We don't get a lot of users right away. We did get some people interested. We are in conversations. We like big partners, and we have a lot of contacts. And we we nailed Alvin. We made a partnership with Alvin, the influencer, and he will speak about us and everything. So yes, we can see things happening, things that are amazing, things that will never happen if it wasn't for this festival. But I cannot right away convert this to sales. So Juan says, okay, then we cannot invest in this. Like, if you cannot convert right away with sales, how can we measure? How do we know how much to invest? This can be really frustrating for me. Because as a person that has lived from their network for so long, like my first job, I applied for it. Since then, I've never applied. I just connect with people and speak with them and... Everything I've learned, even this podcast, right? Like connecting with people and speaking with them. 
I have learned this and I apply this in my projects, right? So I know, I know that there's a huge benefit in networking. There's a huge benefit in going to these conferences, but I cannot put this in numbers. And that frustrates me because João doesn't see like like that because he'd never, being, I guess, a little bit more introvert, he never really used the networking effect. He was really used to like, you know, I'll do everything myself. So yeah, this is a huge um, conflict between us. It's a huge conflict because we cannot uh, transmit our our message to each other because of our differences. And then what he says is that, okay, uh, I am the marketer, is is responsible for, for the marketing mostly. And I don't want to get too much into this. I don't, I don't want to bore you too much, but I'm more into the product, right? I, I'm more into building the product. It's more into, into doing the marketing and content and everything. Uh, but yeah, in the end, he just says, okay, but the reason why, and just for you to understand, as this is happening, PodSqueeze is not doing great. It's not. I mean, there are a few metrics that are going up, which is good, but like our MRR is kind of stagnating, borderline going down. Our churn rate is quite high. So yeah, there are some things that are not working. And I told him, like, I'm going to work on those. Like, I'm going to work on the churn. I'm going to work on those. But I don't know. I feel that he also doesn't trust me. I feel that he's like, yeah, you're not doing this job right. Uh, I need to intervene. I need to tell you, like, what to do. And that that frustrates me, you know, because that's my realm. Yeah, so that's, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to fix this at the moment. I think the positive side is that we just chat a lot with each other. And we're very honest. Like, I I think this is one of uh, the most like honest relationships I have. Uh, definitely professional because when every time like you are having a professional relationship with someone, you're always in your tippy toes, right? You're always like, ah, you are good, but do this, or I'll try not to hurt your feelings. Like with John, I know. Like sometimes I think, okay, I should tune it down a little bit, but we are like straight to the point. They'll be like, this is annoying me. You should do this and you should do that. And I think it does the same. And that's really good, you know, because I can feel comfortable. And I think it also does feel comfortable to just share, like share whatever is going on. So we just chat. We chat a lot. We get frustrated. Uh, We need to take a break, I guess, sometimes to chill and and think and meditate, whatever. Um, But that gives me some hope because... That's how you solve problems. That's how you get to conclusions is by chatting with each other and and finding finding solutions. So yeah, that's the 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 part that is not so fun about this week. Uh which is yeah. First of all, there are a few things with Botsquiz that are not going great, and then Sean and I cannot really see eye to eye in in certain topics of our business and that's also frustrating because it keeps us from moving forward, right? Because then instead of being productive, instead of being working, we are just, you know, arguing and, and having this conflict. So, yeah, it's not easy. At the same time, I'm, I've am i been feeling very overwhelmed with all the work that needs to be done. And I think I'm very good at, like, compartmentalizing things and prioritizing things. I, I'm really good at in putting things in the back burner and, okay, not ignoring them for now and focus on one thing. Uh, but when it starts to pile up so much and I, you know, I, you know, when you kind of roll your eyes and try to imagine everything you need to do and you're like, okay, there's so much stuff, you know, 
with all the aspects of the business, I get overwhelmed. And I feel that I cannot move forward. I, I freeze. And um, yeah, so I also get frustrated when he says that like, yeah, the product is not moving forward uh, because we are not working on it. Uh, and I was like, yeah, because there's just too much shit to do. So I guess that's the, um, the biggest issue of being also bootstrapper. You know, we are not many and we don't have a team. And even though we are trying to hire some people as freelancers, we are always kind of counting the money which is, again, a problem, in my opinion. Like, why are we counting the money so much? Let's just fucking invest it and not thinking too much about it. But at the same time, that's how people lose all of their money, right? So, yeah, I don't know. If you have any opinions or ideas, make sure to DM me at Twitter, WBTiago. To finish on a higher note, for the first time ever in the TV history in Portugal, the word Indiecker, I think, was um, presented on Portuguese TV, national TV. Well, not national TV, but like Portuguese TV. Yes, we had uh, Indiecker being interviewed in a famous uh, entrepreneurial-related podcast that also kind of stars on, on television. There's video and everything. So yeah, there was there, you know, his name and Indiecker... And it felt good. It felt good to see that our movement, the bootstrapping movement, the indie hacker movement that started on Twitter, and it seems quite small, it's kind of growing, and more and more entrepreneurs, VC entrepreneurs and everything are learning about indie hacking and bootstrapping and what does it mean to be uh, to, to live that lifestyle. It's really cool because I think it's just a better way to do, of doing entrepreneurship, right? Uh, it's more pure... Uh, is more honest and there's less of, you know, trying to take as much as you want from your users uh, just to pay your bills and just pay the, the VC or the investors. So yeah, that was really, very, really fun. At the same time, I was also interviewed for another uh, Portuguese podcasting for the first time. I got to share with my family that maybe I'm not very comfortable in English what I do. And that also made me really happy. So yeah, those. Let's end this episode those with those two positive notes. And uh, next week, hopefully, I will release my interview with Andrew Gazdecki, the founder of Acquire. I'm already editing it; it's taking a little bit more time, but it's a really good one, and I think you'll love it. And again, if you if you like this podcast, just send me a message today. I'm not going to ask you to share. I'm not going to ask you to do whatever. Send me a message. I will leave my email. Uh, uh, below or you can just DM me on Twitter WBTiago that also be in the show notes of today's episode send me a message saying whatever like what you like about it what you don't like about it if you have any questions relating, relating in, in the indie hacking or bootstrapping share, just share about your project just say like hey this is my project this is what I'm doing this is my biggest challenge just share that and I would love to just read it and maybe also like address it here in the next episode and say like hey uh so-and-so said this and maybe I can help by doing so. I don't know. Just let's communicate because I feel this is a very one-sided relationship and I want to hear from you. This was another episode of the Wannabe Entrepreneur Podcast. See you next time.